Welcome to Evolve, everybody, where we focus on the evolution of leadership. And I'm Kim Ford, your host, and I'm excited to have today a friend of mine from a company called Junk Luggers. Do you mind taking a minute to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your company? Yeah, good morning, Kim. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, my name is Dana Jones, and we just recently purchased a franchise um, in southwestern Pennsylvania called the Junk Luggers. We call it the Junk Luggers of Pittsburgh is our official name. And um, we opened about a month ago, and our business is focused on taking things from people's homes or businesses that they no longer want or have use for and trying to find them homes or places where they can be useful. Um, the main mission of the company is to, to keep things out of landfills, simply put, and then to take items and make them useful for other families or um, people in the community. So when we were um, first talking about, we moved, we moved here, you can probably hear it in my voice, we moved to Pennsylvania not long ago from Austin, Texas, and we decided we, we moved up here to be closer to family. And we decided we wanted to also own our own business. It was kind of a dream we'd always had. So we decided to jump off the cliff, cliff and do that. And in doing so, we kind of made a list of what was most important to us. Um, and that's how we kind of narrowed down what we were going to do. And we ended up making a list of four things. Um, we wanted to work with good people from a corporate standpoint, just people that we liked and trusted and respected. Um, we wanted to be able to hire folks that come from all diverse backgrounds. We wanted to be an employer that could honestly be helpful to some folks in terms of employment, people that may need a need a second chance or just a uh, an opportunity to, to have a good living um, if you're willing to work hard. Um, we wanted to give back to the community. That was a big thing for us. And, and I can say more about how this company does that. Um, and then lastly, we just wanted to do something that matters. And the junk luggers, when we met them through a mutual friend, um, they're based in Connecticut. It's a franchise organization. And they just checked all the boxes. I never thought in my life I'd be saying I'm a junk lugger uh, <laughs> after sitting in boardrooms for the last 23 years. But um, they checked all the boxes. We met the people in Connecticut and just loved them from the from the first conversations. They're just kind, honest, trustworthy, genuine folks. Um, we were realized that in in this industry we can hire folks from very diverse backgrounds. You don't have to have a a master's degree in anything to to work for us. Um, and so we were able to give folks that come from different places in in life and in the world uh, an opportunity. To, to work for a, a family company. Um, and part of our model is to take stuff that we pick up from homes and businesses and take it to nonprofits or, you know, including schools and churches and places where they can either use it or sell it to help further their mission. Um, so giving back to the community, easy box to check there. And then doing something matter that matters, like I say, their motto is actually saving the world one lug at a time. <laughs> literally the world, um, the, yeah. earth, the planet. So that, that kind of, that checked all four boxes for us. So we're yeah. excited. It's been a fun first month and we're up and running. 
That's awesome. And we're excited to have you here in the Pittsburgh area. Do you do you think the pandemic influenced this decision to, to start Junk Luggers or like how has that affected your decision making process and your in your launch? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for existing businesses, right, the pandemic meant how do we how do we adapt yeah. um, what we're doing to fit the, the changing landscape? Right. Um, for us, it was different. We only know the pandemic when it comes to our new business because we started in the middle of it. So really for us, it was about um, taking the lessons of the pandemic that we had learned and making them a part of our thought process in terms of what industry we chose to open a business in. Um, so when we were thinking through all that, obviously there were certain businesses that were just hit incredibly hard by the, the pandemic. So um, we did not get excited about opening one of those businesses for obvious <laughs> reasons. Um, yeah. You know, there was a fear factor there. So this business is one of those that I think is, is uh, you know, nothing's pandemic proof, but it's certainly um, one that's a little more stable. I would think people will always have things uh, and people in businesses will always have things that need to get moved from point A to point B and um, we'll find creative ways to help them do that. That's awesome. And have you had to adapt your business model? I mean, I, I know you launched recently. Have you, you know, you have this, at least I do, I envision things going one way, right? And then when you go to do it, it's not quite what you expected. And maybe because it's a different market than, you know, other junk luggers franchises, like what, have you had to adapt or tweak anything? Yeah, absolutely. Again, we were a month old and, and started in the pandemic. So we didn't have to do a lot of adapting. We just had to start off with certain things that companies, you know, a year and a half ago weren't having to think about. Um, and, you know, just the same things that most companies are thinking about. You know, we, I read a review from one of our customers this morning that said, your guys were so courteous and professional and they wore masks without me having to ask them to. Yeah. And so it just is a good reminder. I'm going to share that with our team today and, and give them kudos, but also tell them, you know, it's it's simple little things that um, we can do right now to just make folks comfortable. Um, we're right. going in and out of people's homes and businesses. We don't know anything about their health or situations, um, you know, their personal lives. So we just want to err constantly on the side of science and caution and respectfulness and, you know, and treating people as 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 as, you know, uh, carefully as we can. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, 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 you know, I, I always look at every situation, not knowing the person, like to me, we always have to, we have to cater to that, you know, whether it's the lowest common denominator, whatever that is, but we don't know people's circumstances. And so we are always trying to think through what can we do to make sure everybody's comfortable no matter what. And I, I wish more people thought like that. I think it's definitely, you know, I, I think it's kind and what's your worst case scenario? Like uh, <laughs> there isn't one. Right. If you always just focus on that type of behavior, what what challenge um, do you think could affect your industry the most? Yeah, I think just like a lot of businesses right now, the supply chain um, disruption has been a huge it was an impediment to us starting our business um, in the time frame that we wanted. You know, we rely on two things. And, and one of the things I liked about this particular business is um, it's not phenomenally complicated. Right. <laughs> Um, and, but we rely on, uh, you know, from our standpoint, we rely on trucks and employees, right? Yeah. Um, 
trucks are extremely hard to come by right now and they cost a lot more than they did a year and a half ago just because they are extremely hard to come by right now. So we were planning to be open a couple months ago um, and that just, you know, wasn't going to happen. So we, we supply chain disruption is obviously impacting everything. And then obviously, you know, the employee labor conversation is a big deal. Um, but I'll be honest with you, my personal opinion on that is if you're willing to pay people uh, well, then it's not that big a deal. The people who are having a really hard time finding people, it's not that there aren't people that want to work. It's that they don't want to work for particular wages. Yeah. You know, I read an article um, this past weekend saying Target's not having the problem others are having. And I knew that. Like, I, I'm surprised. You know, I could have wrote that myself. Um, and it's true. You know, my I have a, a daughter in college and she comes down from Erie to work at Target because they won't let her work at two different Targets. So she drives down and tries to get, in, you know, as much hours as she can over the weekend. But why? Because they pay her a reasonable wage. And, you know, it, it's true. Um, you know, unfortunately, it affects people's business model, right? We have to then, you know, do we do we up the price of our food by $2 or a dollar? I'm happy to pay a dollar more for you to pay that person something reasonable where they can work and they can be excited to come to work every day. And I, I think it's a challenge that we were going to have no matter what. I just think the pandemic really kind of pushed that forward, right? It opened people's eyes. Um, and all those people that were, you know, waitressing and, or servers, they're now working at Target or working somewhere that's going to provide them that, you know, a better stable job where they're cared for and they're appreciated. And I don't know, I don't know about you, but as a leader of a company, I think it's it's so important that we stop as much as we can and just appreciate appreciate people like you mentioned appreciating what that person's review said about your team you know sharing how important that is it makes them want to do it when they get to the next house no question you know for sure um as a leader how do you think the events of the past year are going to impact your future yeah i think that you know one of the big things is just what we just discussed i think the um the, the conversation you know our my previous employer, where I worked for 23 years, we used to always say our, our most important asset goes up and down the elevator every day when they come and go. <laughs> That's certainly how I feel about this job, you know, this particular business. I mean, I think that our employees, um, I think all employees now have had a little bit of a, uh, uh, maybe an awakening or something. I don't know the right language, but they want to work places and have a good quality of living and get paid a fair wage. And I do think that that's going to impact business models. Um, so I think, again, as I said, I'm totally on board with that. It's something that I want to, um, uh, I want people to, our employees to certainly feel like we are people who care about them, care about their families and their, you know, their well-being and, and certainly their ability to provide for their families. Um, and then I think we also learned, you know, a lesson we're going to carry forward is, you know, patience and an understanding that, you know, it, it's a fragile system um, that holds everything together in the world. And, you know, we saw how disruptive a virus can be in terms of things. So, you know, I think about, for example, ordering new trucks. You know, we probably won't wait to order our next truck until right when we need it. We'll probably order it quite a bit in advance. Right. Uh, and just know that we've got to be prepared, more prepared for the future because, it's a fragile system and it's easily disrupted. 
Yeah, it's funny. Even the the simplest things you think are okay. I was I, I just came back from Florida where I ordered a bunch of appliances and I thought, wow, the supply chain's fixed. It's fine. Wow, everything's great. And then I went to order them in Pittsburgh and I can't get any. So it just goes to show you. I mean, a lot of it is timing, where you are, what you need. And I, I think more than ever, um, people have to really think in advance. And unfortunately, that means sometimes spending money before you're ready to. But if not, it could really hinder your business if you're not prepared, right? If you don't order that truck well in advance, you can't be in a position where you don't have the truck. That's right. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. We've we, we've talked to a lot of people, and I know a lot of business leaders are struggling right now. You've, you know, been through it. You've, you know, spent a lot of time in the same industry. What advice do you have for other business leaders as they kind of try to evolve and figure out what to do next? Yeah, and I mean, you'll you'll notice it's a theme with me. Yeah, I'm such a believer in take care of home home first. Um, meaning, I'm just such a believer that prioritizing your employees and their families over everything else. I know sometimes there's the, the mindset that the customer is the most important thing. I just don't believe that. Um, I believe that the most important thing are the people that come to work with you every day, your team. Um, that you have a responsibility to them and that if they're happy and they feel respected and they feel empowered and they feel like there's a path forward for them in a company, if, if that's something they desire um, to kind of have mobility in, within the company, I think if all those things are possible for the employees, then their kind of way of reflecting that will bring the customers. Um, they'll go to their jobs happier. They'll feel good about things. They won't miss work very often, they'll they'll just they'll just feel like they're truly, a lot of companies say it, but I don't think live it, they'll feel like they're part of a family. Yeah. And I think that that prioritizing, um, and we're seeing it in so many different ways right now in the workforce, but I think that prioritizing home base first can reap a lot of rewards. Totally agree. Thank you, Dana. Our, our goal with Evolve is really to help leaders to connect, learn, and grow together. And I really appreciate you taking your, your time out today to, to share some things with us. And uh, I'm excited to watch Junk Luggers grow in the Pittsburgh region. Well, thanks so much for having me. And uh, I'm grateful to you to, to be part of this. Sounds great. Thanks, Dana. Have a good one. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <music>